this this is a scary situation. Yes, guys, welcome back to Court Cases, the official basketball podcast from Open Court Basketball. I'm Len Worley, and I'm here with Eli. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. And Drew's back as well. Yes, sir. What's good, guys? We're back. Yeah. And um, also, weekend is uh, creeping in. Next weekend is uh, in two weekends, basically. It's also a weekend. So we thought it's about time for some mid-season rewards, uh, awards. MVP, MIP, Coach of the Year, Sixth Man of the Year, Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, you know, all the big awards. Um, and yeah, we said winners only, so no rankings because it's no time for losers. <laughs> uh, you come in second, you're, yeah, I mean, you're the first loser after all. So um, I'm, I'm excited and I'm, I'm curious to see what, what the guys have, uh, who the guys have selected on their Uh, respective uh, awards so I think we should jump right into it um, we obviously trying to end things with the most important uh, awards uh, just like the MVP at the very end so I think we should start things off with um coach of the year there's plenty to choose from a uh, couple of great um, coaches this year so let's start things off with you Drew who do you got and and why maybe Oh, no, 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 just mention who you got, and then we'll, 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 we'll all mention who we got, and then we'll discuss about him. Okay, so for me, I got a Taylor Jenkins from the Memphis Grizzlies. Nice. Yeah, I actually have him as well, guys. Okay, I got Monty Williams as my coach of the year. Okay, let's start things off um, in Tennessee. Uh, Drew, why you got him? Uh, I think I, I really struggled with this one. This one, um, I think... Like you said, Monty Williams, Eric Spolstra, um, Donovan are some of these other coaches that I had in mind. But I think Memphis at third in the West, um, they've played exceptionally exceptionally well um, with and without John Morant. Like, and I think Jenkins has really like commanded this ship um, very impressively. And he's exceeded expectations for this team, in my opinion. And throughout the year, like that puts him first, in my opinion. I think just... Um, I don't think a lot of people expected them to be this good this early. And I think that just attributes to how well he's been coaching this year. Um, so that's why I have him as my coach of the year for this uh, midseason award. Yeah. Eli, anything to add? Yeah. I mean, like, like he, he basically summed it up, but also to add to that, I mean, they had a stretch of games at the beginning of the season where their best player and arguable MIP candidate, as you say, John Morant, was injured. And they went 11-2. and two. In that stretch, you know, it's not like they have a second all-star or quote-unquote star player who can, you know, help them get to that level or to that success. And yeah, Jared Jackson Jr. has been playing well. Desmond Baines has been playing well. You know, they have all these guys that are just contributing, but I feel like it's not as easy as you might seem to steer the ship. I mean, let's be honest, before the year, we maybe had Memphis or we maybe had Memphis as the number seven, number eight team, number nine seed even. And they've... If, if even. If yeah. even. Uh, yeah. If even, and now they're 37 and 18, they're third in the West, and they're creeping up on the Warriors, they're creeping up on the Suns. I mean, it's phenomenal what they've been doing this year with 
I'll be honest, a lackluster roster. They have they don't have the best team on paper. So I got to give Taylor Jenkins a lot of respect. Hey, I hear you guys, and um, I had a hard time uh, because I think there should be four at least four coaches in the running. Um, obviously him, then Monty Williams, obviously as well, Billy Donovan, because things in Chicago click very well, and he's uh, he's doing a phenomenal job. So is uh, Bickerstaff, who's For me, in my opinion, I think the Cavs are even a bigger surprise than the Memphis Grizzlies this season. Um, but I got I, I chose Monty Williams for a couple of reasons. Um, one, I think he should have won it last season, and he didn't. Um, and I'm still kind of mad about that. The Suns are the number one team in the NBA, um, and I, I don't I don't think any other team shows as much discipline on both ends of the of the floor. You know, both sides of the ball. They're perfect on defense. They're uh, perfect on offense. It's just like a well-oiled machine. Um, they, I mean, they they back back in the bubble, things started off well for them, and then they got CP3, and ever ever since then, it's it's only been up. So um, I'm I'm very impressed uh, how they, yeah, how they come out of the gates this season because a lot of teams that were quite successful last year have been struggling, uh, but not the Phoenix Suns, best team in the NBA, and I think uh, Coach Monty Williams should be rewarded with uh, Coach of the Year this season. Yeah, I mean, also to add to that, I mean, you look at Monty Williams when he took over the Suns, they weren't you know, the best team. And then I think he took over for them and they went inside the bubble, went 8-0 or 9-0, and they missed the playoffs. And then yeah. the following season, they make it to the NBA Finals. So, yeah, exactly. I mean, if you're looking off of momentum and impact, yeah, he's definitely deserving to be up there. But if it's an award for purely this year, I feel like there's only a couple guys who should be in consideration just because obviously there's been a lot of good teams, you know. But when you look at guys like Taylor Jenkins and J.B. Bickerstaff, you know, those two guys, to me, are the far superior uh contenders or contestants or whatever you want to call them or runner-ups but yeah i think taylor jenkins should be uh winning the award for sure oh well you know uh we we have to disagree there yeah, uh, and i think uh yeah. not to cut you off your limb but i think like it's i think it is well deserving in a in my opinion as well um just from the standpoint that like you guys both have said this has been like what a three-year like kind of turnaround for this this team and that, i think that's just really impressive from this team that was kind of in the lottery for a while yeah and i know for a long time yeah at a long time and i think just um that gets kind of overlooked because they made the championship last year but they continue to impress people and they're still at the top of the west and i think yeah. it's, it's really impressive hey listen um, i'm always saying considering all these other teams uh one swallow doesn't make a summer you know um I'll have to see it duplicated or, re, you know, replicated for another couple of games. Um, my opinion is that, I don't know, the, the Suns are not only on, 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 you know, on their way to be the best team and number one seed in, in the NBA, um, but also they're on their way to have a historic season, you know. Um, they they could end up winning 60-65-plus 60, games, and um, that hasn't been done too often before, and they just look too good. And, and Coach deserves a lot of credit for that as well. But yeah, um, I mean, I think all of them are valid candidates. So um, we let, let's let's move on, um, go over to, and I say probably the easiest award to give out this season, uh, the sixth man of the year award. Um, I got, uh, I start things off. I got Tyler Hero. Uh, I think uh, we might hear that name one again, uh, Eli. Yeah, I got the drippiest man in the league right now, Tyler Hero. Yeah, and, and you, Drew. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, uh, yeah, I mean, units in here, I think this one's pretty obvious. <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, yeah, why, why, why be, you know, mad about the obvious choice being selected here? Um, Eli, the way I know you, you got some stats ready for us. Wow, I appreciate being that guy who's like the stats guy. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I mean, I mean, he leads all bench players in points, uh, and he's also shooting 38% from three. He's averaging 20 points, almost five rebounds a game, four assists a game. He's only one of three players who's averaging 20 points, five rebounds, and four assists per night. You may ask who those are, the other two. Stephen Curry, Devin Booker. Yeah. You know, nothing really else to be said. I mean, he had a shooting slump and a sophomore slump, in all honesty, last year. He wasn't the Tyler Hero. We don't it's not the Tyler Hero we remember from the bubble or from the uh the year they made the finals in the twenty twenty. So it was the bubble, yeah. He he's also up there if you want to make a short list for MIP candidates. I don't have it personally, but he's just improved significantly from last season and even from his rookie year. I yep. mean, he's a better overall player in pretty much all the in all aspects. He's also gotten a bit better defensively. He's a bit of a smarter player. He knows when to shoot. He knows how to play make. He's been playing really well alongside Kyle Lowry when they've been playing or with Jimmy Butler and when they've been healthy. So for me, he's definitely up there for sixth man of the year. I mean, he should, yeah. he should, he should, he should get, in my opinion, over 90 out of 100 votes. Yeah, I think so too, because like all the other awards are kind of debatable. There's a couple of valid uh, candidates, but not this one. I think this should be a landslide victory for Tyler Hero um, because no one else is even close to deserving the award other than right. him. Um, right. And I, the good I, thing I is, you know, what I also really like, I like when, when, when some players talk big, you know, have a big mouth and, 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 Uh, a lot of swag and confidence, and then they back it up. You know, everybody was laughing at him when he was uh, when he was uh, saying he deserves to be mentioned in the same. You know, I mean, he, he doesn't, but I mean, he said he's he's in the same. He should be in the same conversation as Luca Doncic and Trey Young, which he isn't. But um, I mean, he backed it up big time, and um, he's averaging over 20 points per game. And as you said, he he could be a candidate for an MIP as well. I don't have him as well, but um. I wouldn't be mad if someone if someone had him in in the MIP category as well, um, top five at least. So yeah, kudos to Tyler Hero. Uh, he's been backing up, backing it up, uh, talking big things, and yeah, prove prove people wrong on the court. Yeah, uh, I think this is a for sure uh, award that's probably going to be in the bag for Tyler Hero. Like everyone said here, uh, I think the the huge leap was like pretty unexpected in my opinion. I think. I wasn't one of the guys that expected him to come back this well, I would say. And I think he did have a small case, in my opinion, for, to become an all-star. And I think all of these all of these things just attribute to how well he's been playing this year. And despite them missing Jimmy Butler and Bam for some time, like they're still at the top of the East. And that shows a lot towards Hero at some points because he's been healthy. Um But yeah, I'm just really impressed with how he's been playing this year. Um, yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if he if he would have if he's averaged twenty twenty five points per game on a bad team. I don't know. He, I, yeah, I think that's just how well would. he's been playing this year. He probably would. I agree with that. I mean, you also got to look at it like obviously you got to give a lot of respect and credit to Tyler Hero for his year for the season. But I'm just trying to think in my head who else could maybe have a case for six man of the year, and there's not too many people up there as well. I mean, Kevin Love is coming up and creeping in in that category. This past, I mean, it's it's insane to say that before the season everybody thought he'd be done or traded or bought out or whatever. But um, and ever since let's let's say 2022, Kevin Love is uh, a valid sixth man of the year candidate. Yeah, I mean. It's it's just crazy. It's not a knock on Tyler Hero per se. It just there haven't really been too many people at that uh, 
at the, as a six man who have been performing. No, they haven't. Not even it. not even remotely close to how well Tyler Hero's been playing. Yeah, and I think that's that's that also has a lot to do. I mean, Kelly Oubre could be named here as well, in my opinion. Uh, he's been playing well off the bench for for Charlotte um, all all season long. But um, yeah, like you said, no one near the level of uh, Tyler Hero. So I mean, I wouldn't even be surprised if if it was a you know a hundred percent vote at the end yeah, of the year. Yeah, if, maybe, if, maybe if it continue to be, yeah, could yeah, be, yeah. should be right now. Maybe at the end as well. Um, yeah, let's move over to. I think that's one of the more interesting ones. Rookie of the year. Um, it's 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 been. Uh, yeah, I think probably a three three man race so far. Uh, Eli, who do you got? It really pains me as a Raptors fan. <laughs> so you don't, yeah. <laughs> it really, it really, it really pains me. It really pains me, guys. You see what I do for the podcast? I'm trying to be nice. as unbiased as I can. Yeah, I got Evan Mobley. Like it. I like it. I, I got like Evan it. Mobley. Like, I'm really upset because I love Scotty Barnes, you know, and he's such a talented <laughs> yeah. player. But, but I mean, yeah, he's, he's the future uh, of the franchise. Uh, but yeah, I got Evan Mobley. I mean, okay. He's averaging 15. Do you guys want me to just jump right yeah, into no, it? No, Drew, you who you got? I, I, yeah, I got Evan Mobley as well. Right. Okay, so this one is in unison. I got Evan Mobley too. Oh, so, wow. uh, yeah. So maybe I should have picked Scotty. Okay. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, Scotty would have been valid like two months ago, a month ago, but um, yeah. I think he's only third right now because Kate has been uh, creeping up on him or even past him. I think uh, right now Evan Mobley is to me is the clear number one. I don't know I, about I don't know about clear number one. I mean, not as clear as other awards, but um, he's he's got a step ahead of the other two guys. I mean, you could also make an argument for Franz Wagner if their team is doing better. You know, there's yeah. always there's, it's not it's not to me. It's not listen, clear. listen. You you you're a Raptors fan. I'm German, and I say nah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, maybe maybe if Gary Trent wasn't on steroids the past few games, like yeah, Scotty Barnes would be up there. You know, but I mean, with that said, I have Evan Mobley. You guys, you guys, we're all in unison. I'll just give a bit a bit of numbers just to back it up for you other uh, listeners just 15 points per game eight rebounds 2.6 assists they have the net the best net rating in the east they're one and a half games back of first seed by the way yesterday they made a great acquisition in Karis Levert which would tremendously help them but that's a conversation for a different day they're fourth in the east they're 30 33 and 21 they have the third best defense in the league and Evan Mobley is fourth in scoring among rookies eighth in assist among rookies he's also first in rebounds among all rookies, and let's be honest, they've been blossoming as much as as weird as it sounds. Because when they drafted Mobley, I'll 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 throw myself under the bus. I thought it was a terrible fit with Cleveland, with him and Jared Allen, two big seven footers playing alongside each other. And man, they've really been playing amazing, complementing each other offensively as well as defensively. And he doesn't even look like a rookie out there. No, he's, he's not. Yeah. He doesn't look like a rookie. He's not so experienced and so proven. So. I don't know if you want to say he's the proven, you know, rookie of the year, or he's like he's up, he's probably going to end up winning it. But I don't think it's as close as, um, or as I don't think it's as much as of a landslide, I should say, as you guys think so. Because even Kate has been stepping up his game a lot. Yeah, Kate is coming up. Kate is coming up big time in big steps. Uh, I, I don't think it's a clear winner yet. Uh, there's still a lot of regular season to be played for for this award to actually continue to be competitive and i wouldn't i wouldn't put out you know uh, scotty barnes as well because um he can, he could come back as well uh you mentioned a lot of things that make evan mobley's game so great um and i i've been saying it all along i told you last week and the week before go for the best available pick in the draft and not for necessarily a fit um especially especially if you're uh if you're a lottery team, you know, and if you're trying to build something. So they've been proven right. I think the Cavs have done a phenomenal job. Um, Evan Mobley has 
is is so in I'm I'm so impressed by him. He looks and and that's I mean it might be unfair to him to already go for big time comparisons like that, but he looks like a baby Kevin Garnett. Um, and I think KG wasn't too much that much better in his first year. Um, his his it's so promising. What what what? Uh, yeah, it, if if we take you know some guesses where his career could end up being, um, he could become one of one of a franchise cornerstones and best players in the in the in the league for years to come. Um, I'm excited what he's got in store for us um, as an improved player next year and then the, the year after because his defense is already phenomenal and and that's something I'm very impressed by because normally you know. The bigger the bigger step coming from out of college uh, is the adaption on defense when you normally speak about NBA level. Um, but all three of them, Kate is is getting better and better on defense too. Scotty Barnes is a great defender. Franz Wagner is a great defender too. Might, might uh, just name him here and Evan Mobley as well. So the top four candidates for uh, probably Rookie of the Year all are great defenders already, which is surprising to me. Yeah, I think you guys pretty much summed it up. I think for these awards, we've been talking about a lot of guys in a lot of teams that we didn't expect to be this good this early. And I think it's really impressive for a guy like Mobley, who's, like you said, he's drawn comparisons and comparisons to Kevin Garnett. And I think I wasn't expecting him to be this good this early. And I don't know, like maybe even the next jump is for this team to be a serious contender because they're in the top of the East at yeah. this point. They just added Karis LeVert. If yeah, they, they got their pieces, two this... finally. That's true. They finally yeah. got their, their their shooting guard. But yeah, like it's just I don't know of a rookie that's made an impact this much. Maybe outside of Luca as of recent. Um, but I don't know of a rookie that's made this much of an impact on a team this early in his career in, in year one. And I and I and I know that uh Eli, you read off the stats, and I, and I feel like the stats don't even show how much of an impact he's made on the court. Like his, like you guys said, his defense as well has been really great, um, as well as his offense. And I think <laughs> it's funny to say this Cleveland Cavaliers team will be scary in a few years. Yeah, hey, and it's, <laughs> it's it's my my league pass favorite this year. Um, it's my my league pass go to. I, I, I watch a lot of Cavs games simply because I, I enjoy them playing. Uh, last night as well, fourth quarter, so phenomenally great plays. And even without Darius Garland last night, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun watching them Cavs. I was also going to say, like, be, like, I haven't watched, I'll be honest, I haven't watched a Cavs game prior, like, this season before like after lebron yeah like after yeah. lebron I, like i haven't watched one game and then now i'm watching them I'm like what i'm like what the f like where is this <laughs> team? where is it where is this team coming from yeah. where's all these they have so they they just have an identity i just don't even know what's going on and and that, that's why i mentioned bigger staff you know yeah. credit coach as well i mean they're definitely on one like they're they're really hooping. Like they're playing very, very well as a unit. And yeah, obviously Evan Mobley is a huge factor in that, but they also have other guys who are contributing enormously. And and I mean, first time I, also, I Darius Garland, big up, you know? Right. Darius Garland's also yeah. shout out to him to becoming an all-star. So um, so yeah, with all those things in mind, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty safe and stone, set in stone, sorry, that Evan Mobley will probably win the award, but I don't think it's too far off to say that maybe Cade can catch him in the race. Or... Well, yeah, it's not set in stone in my opinion. Um, he's he's in front right now, but um, it's still a long, long way to go. Um, you never know what happens, uh, I think. But yeah, as for now, let's we, we all have him as our number one, so he deserves uh, to, to be in that spot. 
Uh, let's move on to the most improved player, and there's a couple of valid candidates as well. Um, I'll, I'll start. Yeah, Drew, you you start things off. Okay. Uh, so I'll just say my name here, or the the name I have here. Yeah. Um, for the most improved, I have Miles Bridges. All right. Miles Bridges. Yeah. I Miles Bridges. You have him too. Ah oh, man, come on. Now now I'm in. I have two candidates, and I, I I thought I'll go with whoever you guys didn't name, <laughs> but you didn't name both of them. Come on, to me it's a clear thing between Darius Garland and John Moran. Um, it shouldn't be, even be a discussion that there's another player other than these two, in my opinion. Um, I'm going with Darius Garland simply because I expected Jod to become a phenomenal all-star level type of player. Um, I knew Garland had it in him, but not as quickly. So. I'm going with Darius Garland, but y'all start things off with a Miles Bridges. <laughs> Drew, why? Uh, yeah, averaging career best in all categories right now: points, rebounds, assists, blocks, steals, free throw attempts. I think this is a guy that he was in a couple of trade conversations, I believe, and now he's kind of solidified his spot on this team as kind of the Swiss Army knife. I think um, he's able to do a lot for the the Hornets. I think. Um, like we mentioned, the Cavs, this team will be really good in probably maybe a year or two, like serious contenders, in my opinion. Um, but I think it's very hard, I think, to play with two very ball-dominant players in Rozier and LaMelo. And I think despite that, he's still averaging around 20 points. Um, and I think I wasn't expecting this, so this is why I have him as my most improved Um no no diss to John Morant or Dar Darius Garland, but yeah, that's that's pretty much why I have him. It's, he took a huge leap this year. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, I mean, listen, if it, it's tough because I had I was also contemplating between putting Darius Garland and Miles Bridges. But to me, to me, Miles Bridges, not only has he been having career best in every single category, he looks like a completely different player. So Darius Garland, I, I saw last year. He had potential. I knew he was going to be good. Granted, I didn't know he was going to be this good. But I could say the same argument for Miles Bridges and some. I mean, I thought Miles Bridges, honestly, was not a bust. But I didn't think he was a good NBA player last year. And the fact that I completely did a 360. And I think that he's a really good contributing um, player and asset for a winning team. Speaks volume onto how good his season has been. I mean, he started off the season hot he was averaging almost like 26 points per game and granted he did slow down a bit but now he's almost still averaging 20 points per game he's not he hasn't dropped down tremendously i mean i still think that he's a big reason as to why the hornets have had pretty good um numbers and have been pretty successful as a unit this year i mean you look at you look at miles bridges and like he's become a better passer and just offensive contributor alongside Lamelo and terry rozier You mean he's a six? He's a six-seven guy. He could play the three or the four. Could even play the two, depending on when you need him to. Arguably, and he's just been, re like he's just been a really solid. Not even I can't even say addition because it because he's been on that team. He's been on that team since he's been drafted. But I still look at it like like they added a player because he's not the same player he was in the past. Like I don't know if you guys understand what I'm saying. Like I feel like he's completely revitalized and transformed his style of play to alter LaMelo and Terry Rozier's ball handling skills and ball dominancy. And he's just been doing that to perfection. I think he's a great compliment to both of those guards. And the fact that, Lenny, you don't have him as most improved is, is understandable, but it's still crazy to me because, yes, Darius Garland and Ja have been having good years. Yeah. 
but they've been good players. Miles Bridges has not. Yeah, listen, listen. Um, to me, he's not only third. He's only like fourth or fifth. And that's my opinion. I think DeJounte Murray is in front of him too. Um, listen, the big problem is he doesn't play defense. He's not a good guard on defense. He's a showtime player and, and people fall for that, you know. Uh, he, he's got the showtime facade and I'm not hating on him because he, he is one of the most improved players of the year. I just don't have him uh, at the very top. Um I, I went with Garland. Uh, he's he's become one of the, let's say, best perimeter pick-and-roll guards in the entire NBA. He's become an all-star. He's averaging 20 points, 8.5 assists on 47, 37, 90 shooting splits. And more so, y'all been saying the Hornets have a successful season. I disagree. I mean, you could expect them to be in the mix for a playing spot and an eighth seven, eight, whatever, but it's not too successful in comparison to what uh, Cleveland and and uh, Memphis have been doing. That's why I have Garland and Ja both way ahead of him. I think it's a two-man race. And 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 I um you'll see at the end of the season that I'm probably right. <laughs> I'd bet on it. I'd bet as, on it. No, no, not just... for real. I'd bet some money on it that it'll be either Garland or Ja and that Miles Bridges will get a couple of votes. But um, he'll be far, far behind in the ranking. <laughs> I think as a Laker fan here, I'm just a little upset that Darius Garland never became a Laker with that draft pick that was included in the Anthony Davis trade. So that that might be a little bias here, here but yeah, that, just a little side note. <laughs> yeah, hey, like I said, that's, that's, I'm not hating on Miles Bridges, um, only slight bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah, let's move on. Um, No, no time to hate here. Uh, I think they're all va all valid uh, points, and um, yeah, like I said, it's it, it's not too bad if if uh, someone like Miles Bridges may even end up winning. So I'm I'm good with that too. Um, next up, defensive player of the year, uh, Eli. Who you got? This should we should all have the same guy. We should all have the same guy. I have a Draymond Green. I don't. I do. I have Draymond Green as well, yes. I do. I would have, but he missed too many games, in my opinion. I have uh, Rudy Gobert. Oh, bro, I don't want to hear it. I don't no, want to hear it. Because I, 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 I'll tell you why. Because Rudy Gobert, to me, I don't – he's a great player. He is – I've said this on recent podcasts. He's severely overrated. He's severely and, underrated. I told no, you no, before. No. You're wrong on that one. And I'm back – and I'm telling you again. <laughs> Bro, bro, bro. We'll have a Rudy, Rudy Gobert fight one of these days. I'll promise you, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I would. I would. I would choose Drew Holiday over Rudy Gobert. Yeah, on offense. No, on defense. So <laughs> offense and defense. I would choose him. I just personally. Hey, I, love, I, I love Drew. Drew is one of my favorite players for real. But um, hey, hey. Normally, you know that that I'm the biggest Draymond Green fan there is, and he's one of my favorite players, and I think he's the, one of the most underrated players. Ever and uh, he's probably one of my favorite defenders in general, like in NBA history. He, he he could have that point because he's so smart and he's got such a smart basketball IQ on defense. And I think he should win Defensive Player of the Year every single year. But he's missed too many games, in my opinion, and that's the only reason I don't have him. I guess that's fair, but I'll t I'll tell you why I have Draymond. Okay, Draymond is on this Warriors team that have the best, that are pretty much the best defensive team in basketball right now. Um, They've been struggling severely without Draymond. They have, defensively, yeah. Defensively. They have a 102.3 defensive net rating when he's playing, which is the best since the 2016 San Antonio Spurs. 
which definitely speaks volume. It's been six years that a team hasn't been putting up those types of good defensive numbers. Um, he can guard bigs. He can he can pretty do everything. He's like a flo- he's a floor general. He's one he's one step ahead of the offenses at all time. Yeah, he is. Like Drew said about Miles Bridges, I think that Draymond Green is a Swiss Army knife. I mean, you can pretty much play him in every single defensive scenario and situation, and he will excel in it. And not only that, but he's also a tremendous leader on the court defensively. He will he's very vocal. He will tell other people who to guard and what to do. I also see him as a future coach in the league as well because mm-hmm. of his defense, but that's a different story. And I think that, yeah, you are right. He has missed some games. Granted, um, he's been injured and, and, and whatnot, but I still think that his impact on the floor is so unprecedented defensively that you need to have this guy up there. I mean, I don't think he's doing nearly – like I don't think Rudy Gobert has done nearly as much of an impact – on the floor defensively as Draymond. I I just personally, I know Draymond's been missing games and maybe that's one of the reasons why it's deterred you from putting him in the list. But man, Draymond has just been such a good, like I said, floor general, floor the Warriors defensively. And he's been an anchor for them. And they've just been severely worse since he's gone. So it's so tough this year to put anyone else but Draymond in my opinion. The thing is, the thing is, and that's, uh, that's um, why I think it's debatable that um, I think it's between these two. Uh, the thing is, in my opinion, not only let, let's let's put our missed games aside. Uh, there's no better defensive anchor, in my opinion, than Gobert. You know, if if we're just like uh, saying uh, rim protection as well, you know, I mean that's different positions. That's why it's a different type of player. But um, it's it's the most elite rim protection in the NBA. Um, there's no one better than than Gobert. His his timing, his length. You know, he, he can even out-hustle guards as well. You mentioned it with Draymond too, but uh, Rudy Gobert can make a, a, a difficult time for any guard as well. Um, he sometimes is, is basically the only perimeter defender in, in Utah's <laughs> defense. And that's why I think it's debatable because uh, the Warriors do have a lot of good defenders on their team and Utah doesn't, you know. Uh, Rudy Gobert has to do a little bit more work than Draymond has to, even though... I get all your points and I agree with them. I think it's it's 50-50. But I, I went with um, Rudy simply because Draymond missed a lot of games. And I think you might be a bit too biased against Rudy Gobert because um, it could be a slight bit, you know, that you're a bit too biased against him because defensively oh. there's, uh, there's nothing um, you can say against him. I would name so many guys ahead of him. Sorry, I I started. Yeah, then, but then you're wrong. So many guys, it's, it's just <laughs> none of real. I can I, I I understand that you have Draymond in front of him. I'm not arguing about that. Totally legit, but not no one else. Not Drew. No one. Come on, man. Be rim protector. <laughs> like like I can name a couple better rim protectors off the top of but my head. If you say Miles Bridges, I'll come over to Canada and punch in your face, man. <laughs> no, I'm gonna say I'm saying I'm saying Jared Allen. Jared Allen's a better rim protector than. Um, He's a good rim protector. I'm not punching you for that one, but not better. Anyways, yeah, Drew, okay. what do you have to say? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I'm just I'm kind of in the middle here. I. I, I really agree with both sides. Like, I hate to be that guy that's just sitting in the middle here, but I do agree with Len's point that he did miss some games. I think Draymond is just a quote-unquote sexier pick here, I think. I think a lot of people are just kind of off of the Rudy Gobert kind of... Hey, he's the most hated and, player by players, yeah. fans, and the media in general. Everybody yeah. hates Rudy. It's like, yeah. like you know... the whole covid thing yeah yeah that might have played a role true yeah that might played a role in this and like you're saying though len i think i I know i'm kind of arguing here for rudy gobert but like like you said like i I do agree with this point like utah has some really bad defenders and i think it's like 
it's kind of normal for us to see Rudy Gobert being the rim protector as a, for the Utah Jazz, and I think he makes him look better than and better than they are. Like if if you just take him out of that scenario, I think this Utah Jazz team is probably one of the worst defensive teams in the league. Yeah. Agreed. Without him. And the numbers probably speak for that. Um, but, yeah, I have Draymond Green here. I think just them being back as contenders, yeah, the whole I, hype I, train is back. I just had to go with Draymond here. Hey, I might get, I might get beaten up by Eli for saying that. But, Bro, uh, but you know what? The same way I say Chris Paul is more important for, for Phoenix than Devin Booker, I say Rudy Gobert is more important. Oh, than my God. Let me... <laughs> Oh my yes, god! It is true, oh though. Oh my god! Come on, man. Utah, both of them are equally important. Let's put it like that. But um, I think Rigo Bear is so damn underrated, bro. I don't know what type of stuff there's in Germany, man. But I need to have some of it, bro. I don't know. I don't know how you can say that, man. Like you're telling me the Jazz. Okay, now I'm heated. You're telling me the Jazz <laughs> are gonna are gonna trade Donovan Mitchell over Rudy Gobert. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't trade either of them because they they will. Um, they have to trade one of them eventually. Yeah, but and they should trade Dan- Donovan Mitchell. Oh it's my. easier to replace a guy who scores a lot of points than a guy who defends ev- every position quite well. Yeah, yeah, go, yeah, go, yeah. Gobert is so good. He's letting Jokic drop on, on, only like a fifty-point triple double on his head every single oh, time. Oh, everybody! He's every Jokic drops that on everybody because it's Jokic, the best player in the NBA. I don't even think I, I think Embiid is a better defender than uh, than Gobert. He's not. Yeah, as then good. you're just playing wrong. <laughs> he's not. He's not as good as a rim protector as him. I'll give you that. But come on, like this like, year, Embiid Embiid's defense hasn't been as good as in previous years. Even though he's arguably one of the top, and we're coming to the MVP later. Um, even though he's he's got a valid point for being the MVP this season, his defense hasn't been better in, than in previous years. I guess that's fair, but you also look at it like for me personally as a basketball fan i value a lot of on ball defense like yeah obviously it's cool to be a seven foot two player you could just block it i'm five foot nine myself i wish i could be that tall you know and just block the ball whenever i wanted but i look at like on ball defenders to me on ball defenders and and people that can guard you one-on-one are better defenders than rim protectors but that's me personally because it's a lot of hey but but he's not only rim protecting, you know. That's the thing. That's that's what people don't get about Rui Gobert. But it doesn't matter. I mean, but, I, but, I I agree with you. I love I like to you know the defensive impact. If you watch a game, looks more interesting. If if you have players like like Mikal Bridges or, or uh, Matisse Thybul, you know, players who and Clay Thompson in his prime as well. You know, players who 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 you see uh, who who someone who doesn't watch basketball often um, sees. You know, if I could, my sister could watch the game and, and, and say she's he's a good defender, but but that's not that's not the whole story in but, my opinion. You know, but he's very he's very one dimensional. He's very one dimensional, Gobert. And, and not, I disagree on that. On that. Me, not on defense. He's definitely one dimensional on offense. No, on defense, man. If he's not he's blocking not. the ball, he can't guard you on ball. In my opinion, he, like you well, look at, yeah, and that's he's he's quicker than you think. Fair. His, his timing is better. His hustle is amazing, and um, he, he often. Uh, it's, okay, let's put it like this. Outside the perimeter, I agree. Like I put, I put Dray. I think Draymond is a better all-around defender than Gobert in any single year in the league, just because he's. I think he's quicker on his feet than Gobert. Hey, I think he's smarter than Gobert, with. and he can guard all five positions. Gobert cannot guard all five positions. He cannot. Yeah, that, that I agree with. I told you. That's that's why to me it's like it's like yeah I guess that he does make a big impact defensively. I'm not going to lie and say he's a bad defender. He's an elite defender. He's a great defender, but I think he gets too much 
love from people like you, Lenny, about his defensive skills. I think that there's so many other oh, underrated wow. options that are playing wow. better. Oh, like, you get so much hate. Dude, 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 I could put, I could put the John T. Murray up there too yeah, for his steals and for his defense. I'm just <laughs> saying, like, team like has been the losing whole, every, every game. The whole nation of France is coming for Eli. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, like. Like I, I don't know, like like I'm I'm sorry, I don't mean to running, be disrespecting this running man. Running the like, gauntlet, that's what you're doing, man. I don't mean to disrespect this man. You know, he's obviously a great player. He's making forty something million a year in the NBA. You know, it must be warranted in some respect. But man, like, <laughs> stop overrating this guy. He's uh, good. You, hey, I'll he's stop good, overrating him when you stop underrating him. Okay, okay. So I'll stop What's underrating that? him right now. We'll properly okay. rate him to end the debate. But he's not defensive player of the year, and I'll wait. And I'll wait till the end of the year. We'll I'll wait probably till the end of the him if uh, Draymond plays after the All-Star game, uh, plays most games. I'll on yours. I'll be on your side. Okay, here's what I'll do. If here's not, what I'll do. It'll be. It can only be one of those two. And I, enough with the Rudy slander. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna give a challenge out to you guys and every single person listening to the podcast. If Rudy Gobert wins the Defensive Player of the Year award, I will do whatever the top comment says the most like comment says i'm so convinced he will not he will not win that i'll do that if unless like, i'm not gonna tattoo myself something stupid hey, but I, 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 i'll frame that you know i'll cut it out put it on a video of, I'm, of rudy gobert monster blocks and then let people decide i will the number one comment i will film i will film a personal a three four minute apology video to rudy gobert france and utah jazz if he wins nice. defensive player of the year that's how confident i am he will not win it this year Uh, and you got to do it uh, in, in, you know, two part, one part in English, one part in French. Deal. I'll do it in whatever, whatever. <laughs> I'll do it in three languages if you guys want. Call me the third no, no. language. I'll do it. Two is, two is, two is totally fine. Man. I'm so adamant that he's not going to win. And if I'm, if I'm wrong, guys, I will release a public <laughs> statement right, cool. video like of, of my apology. Yeah. I, 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 sorry. I, I know nice. I'm getting heated, but I just, I can't oh, good. I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, fair enough. Let's move on to MVP and let's hope that we, we won't fight each other as much over that one. Um, I think there's uh, two valid guys you can have here in my... Okay, there's always more than two, but right now it's a two-man race. Uh, to, to calm off a bit, Drew hasn't said <laughs> something in a while. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Drew. <laughs> sorry, Drew. I got, I got a bit He's sitting in between the chairs, you know. Um, I, I Drew, who you got? Uh, I I mean, I'm just going to say the most basic answer. I, I think uh, Nikola Jokic here. Uh, I don't think it's too far-fetched that he's the winner, but that's who I got here. <laughs> yeah, I have Jokic. Letty, let me guess. You have Gobert, right? Yeah, I have Rudy Gobert as the MVP. And now, uh, <laughs> I'm just I, kidding. Yeah, I, I, have, I, have I do well. have Nikola Jokic. But I think it's not. Uh, it's not like I think it's A one and A, A no one Agreed. A and one B that one. Agreed, one hundred percent. And I think Joel Embiid is is there as well. Um, I think it's fifty fifty. Uh, I can't even. I mean, I had such a hard time making that decision to be honest because I think both. I mean, they should win. As if it's if it's ends now, I think they should win co MVP. Legit, um, legit. The only, the only uh, reason I have Jokic a little bit, a tiniest bit up front is because he's, uh, I mean, Joel Embiid is missing the second option, potentially, especially defensive option in, in Ben Simmons. But Nikola Jokic is not only missing his the second best player in Jamal Murray and his point guard, he's also missing the third best player in, in, in Michael Porter Jr. Um, and that's, that's the reason I have him above. Yeah, I mean, I... I... 
Listen, I love Jokic. He's one of my favorite players in the league. He's averaging 26 points, 13.7 rebounds, 8 assists. And when I look at the MVP, maybe in the past years it's been who has been the best player. But when I look at the MVP and I look at the most valuable player and who's providing the most value to their team, it's Jokic. Jokic, uh, The Nuggets are 23 points per 100 possessions better with Jokic on the floor than off. I don't think you guys understand how amazing that number is. Denver has a 9.3 net rating when he's playing and a minus 13.6 net rating when he's not. And just to put that into perspective, okay, the best net rating in the league right now is the Warriors with 7.8. So with Jokic on the floor, Nuggets are playing better than the Warriors. When he's off the floor, they're playing like the Pistons because the Pistons have the worst net rating as a minus 9.9. So Jokic makes them play amazing basketball when he's on the court. And when he's off the court, they're like a high school ju- juco league or, or, or a college team. Like it's that's it's, that's that's an MVP right there. That's, and it's, yeah. it's it, and I, I don't hear anyone saying that. Like, don't get me wrong. Joel Embiid for sure is in the race and he's been putting up, I can say, flashy and sexy numbers. But yeah. man, when you look about the impact... Look, Jokic, look at compared to the rest of the teams, and that's where that's why I went Jokic as well. Yeah. Right. Jokic has been having the best impact, and he's gonna win his back-to-back MVP award this year. The problem is he's the unsexy pick in that case, you know. That's 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 the thing. And that's the thing. And and Drew, like I'm sure you're in I'm sure you're in agreement with me. Like, don't like why why do you have Jokic's MVP? Like, am I am I I don't know. I no, like everything you guys are saying is just like I think the groundwork for the MVP award is everything that Jokic is doing, if that makes sense. Like, I think literally the definition of the MVP, I think for this, for the award, I think should be Jokic. Like, he's doing everything. Like, if you remove the most valuable player off of his team, I think that they would have been a lottery team. Like, they would be. It's not even a would have. They would be a lottery team. Their second best player is Aaron Gordon, for Christ's sake, this year, you know? Yeah, and, and, and we saw how that kind of turned out in Orlando. So it's like, I, I don't know what else to say here. Like, I think he has no, I, to I mean, if, if either Aaron Gordon or Will Barton is the second best player on the team, you should not be in playoff contention, let alone be yeah. have a clear playoff spot. And I agree with you on that. And, and, and I'm Team Jokic ever since. But the problem is that the MVP award often isn't given out to the most valuable player because, yeah. it, you know, it's, it's, it's unfortunately, I think they should name it differently. Um, if they if they vote like they have been voting in in, in a couple of year, past couple of years, you know, um, I think he won't win it. I think Embiid is in front, not not in my opinion, but I know what the, you mean. In, I know what you mean. You know what yeah. you mean? Like people who 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 uh, are eligible to vote, I think they have uh, simply because it's the it's the I don't know politically uh, uh, sexier pick in Embiid. And, I get that, but I, get uh, that. I agree with you. And and you know that's that. Not only the stat you mentioned, uh, Eli, uh, he's basically leading, leading every single advanced stat in the entire NBA. Yeah. Plus, I have another insane stat because there's so many you could select uh, and, and, and talk about. But um, that one is, is great as well. Um, here, um, Jokic. Let me, let me see one second. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Um, Jokic is 17th in the NBA in uh, field goal attempts, but he's by far number one in field goal makes 
That's not that's, 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 that's efficiency not, that's is, is so insane as well, you know. That's and that on a team where the entire defense, uh, like from from the defense of uh, of every opponent, is just focused on him because they know it's either Jokic or no one because either he passes. <laughs> no, no, for real, Jokic yeah. is double teamed, is triple teamed. Sometimes he either finds the pass. He's he's averaging. You know, for for a big man, he's averaging almost eight assists per game. That's that's insane. Plus, Nuts. plus, um, you know, if you and 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 one thing we haven't spoken about, he's become a way better defender than than in previous oh, years. I was about this to say. year, Nikola Jokic is a better player than last season, where he won the MVP, and and it's not even close. That's with, less exactly. with less options, exactly. Yeah. In saying that, in saying that is is an impressive like. A tribute to him, like because he was so good last year. Like exactly, it, yeah. It's like wow. Like how how can you be great from last year to this year and be better? You know what I mean? It's just like I yeah. I don't. Yeah, and I get that. I get that. And I also I also feel a bit bad for Joel Embiid. I mean, this guy's I having his, yeah. his career year, and he's been finally healthy, and he's been missing. You know, his second. His, Don't his feel Robin. bad for him because he's gonna win it. Feel bad for Jokic that he's not going back to back. You know. Well, I mean, I mean, we'll see. I mean, it's it's very yeah, listen. It's, it's very. It's, it's, very it's like I said. It's one A, one B because it's so close, man. It's very close. The like, thing like, is, you know, go either way. Someone, someone who spends his off season somewhere in Serbia riding horses and drinking beers and uh, and doesn't give interviews aside from the ones he has to, uh, isn't uh, not the most beloved player when it comes to media. Or I, I think a lot of players like Embiid more than Jokic, even though every single player is respecting Jokic more and more because they simply right. see how good he is and how good he has become. But I, I always think it's it's something that that I love love as well. You know, if you look at Joel Embiid, he's a machine. He's 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 physically an incredible appearance, you know. And Jokic looks like some I don't know. He 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 <laughs> he, he changed a bit in in, in in the last couple of years, but he still doesn't look, you know, like someone who should be the best player in the entire world. And, you know, and it's, it's and not it's like it's let let's put it like this. He has an unassuming athletic profile. <laughs> you know? And it's funny. It's funny you say that because it looks like those two players made a trade in the off season. Like it looks like Embiid gave some of his defense to Jokic, and Jokic gave some of his offense to Embiid. Yeah, that's like that's how fair. fair. That's valid. That's, yeah, that, that's how crazy they've been. Like I look at Joel hey, Embiid. Embiid has been passing like crazy this season as well. Right. I agree. And, and that's what I'm saying. And like I had a debate with my buddy the other day, and we're talking about who the best passers in the league are. One said Chris Paul. One said LeBron. And I said it's Jokic by far. Jokic yeah, by agree. far is a, you know. So when you have a center who's so who I think he's the best. He's the most skillful center of all time. That's a debate for another day. But you have a center like that who can Ooh. pretty much. Pretty much do any everything on the floor. He can, now he can defend. He has a shot. Mm -hmm. Like you can you can defend you can defend this guy at the logo. I, when when can you say that you can defend the center hey. at the logo and who's bringing the ball down the court? Yeah. I mean, this guy's a this guy's a point center. Do you remember? Do you remember? Uh, I think last season he started a couple of games at point guard. I mean, man. It's it, it's. I think you started this season as well. A couple of games at point guard. Couple so, of games. Yeah, I mean they don't yeah. have one. Sometimes you know. Right, and yeah, and, the, the, and, he and even if he's starting at the five, which he always is, he's playing sometimes like a point center, which is insane to say a point center. You know that should not exist. It's crazy, <laughs> but, and, but I agree and, with you. You know, yeah. uh, he he might be the most the most skillful and versatile big man ever. Uh, I think Kim Olajuwon will give him a month for a uh, run for his money. Um, But that's a debate for for another day. I agree. Right, right. But yeah, right. Uh, I think you you can say that without uh, offending anyone. You know. Right, and and you also you also look at like 
the Nuggets, and he's just been like, 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 like Drew said, like if they don't have Jokic on their team, to me, they're getting the number one overall pick this year. I think it's set in stone. They get the number well, one overall. I pick. mean, it's still it's doesn't work like in the NFL, you know. No, that, I know, uh, I know, still I know, lottery, I know. That. Like, but but, but, they, but they'd be in the lottery. They'd be in the lottery. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> there's no way the, the Denver Nuggets would be near any playoff or playing no. position without no. Nikola Jokic. No. They, they'd no. be fighting OKC. They'd be, you know, uh, for the last spot in the division, if we're being honest. You know, OKC lost. Uh, no, I think Grizzlies lost by 72. If uh, if the Thunder would have played uh, the Nuggets without Jokic, it would have won by more than 72. Whole take. I'm just kidding. Just to show how important uh, <laughs> Jokic right, has been on that team. But uh, And I have to mention... One more player that none of us have spoken about in Giannis. He's also had a tremendous season this year, and he's not even spoken about as an MVP caliber player because mm. of Jokic and Embiid. And that really speaks volumes yeah. to how dominant and good they've been playing this season. Agreed. Yeah, but I, I, mean, I think yeah. Uh, yeah, like like we were saying, like Giannis is not even mentioned, and I think that's just uh, just how consistency he's been playing. So everyone's kind of used to it now. So it's kind of more. Uh, more of a compliment, I think, but I think this award needs to be renamed, like Lennon's saying. I think hopefully it does some revisiting, but yeah, I got Jokic here as well. Yeah, I, one thing we have to mention before we end things up is that um, because you, you mentioned Giannis, I have to mention KD, uh, the Nets are falling apart without him, and um, he, he had a valid MVP case before his injury, so right. um, definitely worth a name drop, you know? <clears throat> Right, if you guys yeah, want to, yeah, but I think well, uh, Demar Derozan, um, Chris, yeah, arguably in, in the Chris extended, in the, Chris Paul, John Moran, uh, even Steph, even though he's been slumping, I mean, extended uh, conversation is valid in my opinion. All right, so um, that'll do for today. I think um, uh, <laughs> we gave our opinion. I hope you had you have different or similar ones. Um, we're signing off for today. Um, yeah, give us a like, give us a follow and let us know what's good. All right. Cheers.